From the College of Adult and Professional Studies at Northwest University, welcome to the Advisor's Corner podcast with Morgan Green and Josh Payne. On the show, we discuss various topics to help you become the most successful online student that you can be. Well, this podcast is mainly for Northwest University's online and NPP students. Anyone who listens in from week to week will still be able to glean valuable information on student success. So let's get started. Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of the Advisor's Corner podcast with Josh Payne and Morgan Green. We are so excited you're joining in this week. Um, In this week's episode, we are going to be talking about how to speak academic. Um, We throw a lot of terms at you guys, and so we just wanted to go over uh, what those terms are, what they mean, um, and what you need to know about them specifically. So, yeah, the first thing that we're going to talk about um, is ad drop. And Morgan, do you want to just bring us through what that what the ad drop period looks like and and all that? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, Once you're in classes, your classes will start on a Monday. um, You have the rest of that week to add or drop courses. Um, We we want to hear from you by Friday, but we technically give you through that um, upcoming Sunday night to um, to add or drop a course. Um, we don't advise that you add courses during this time because you're starting off on the wrong foot. You'll be starting off late. Um, you would, you'll probably get your textbooks um, late and you won't have time to do your reading assignments and it's just stressful, but in an emergency, you can definitely add a course. We'll work with you on that. Um, dropping courses, is totally fine if you just realized you're overwhelmed, you have um, too big of a load, you can always drop a course um, up through that first Sunday after courses start. Um, And after that Sunday, you're not able to drop a course, um, but you can withdraw from a course. So the difference between a drop and a withdraw is that when you withdraw from a course, you still have to pay for the course. You're financially responsible for it. Um, A W will show up on your transcript, whereas if you drop a course, it completely disappears, like you never were registered for it um, ever. So um, if you withdraw from a course, that will affect your completion rate, um, which is not really a big deal and, and something you don't have to really worry about unless you're withdrawing from every other course. Um, if you're not completing at least two-thirds of the courses that you're registered for, then that becomes a problem. But, um, but that can be another conversation for another time because that doesn't really apply to most students. Um, so that's the difference between a drop and a withdraw. You can withdraw from a course up until the last day of your class. Um, so we typically encourage students to withdraw from their course if they're going to fail it. Um, because if you fail a course, you have to retake it anyways, and it affects your GPA. So you might as well withdraw because it doesn't affect your GPA, um, and you can still retake it. And so oftentimes, if you're failing a course, where Josh or I will email you towards the end of that course, advising you to withdraw unless you think that you can pass it in that last week. Um, moving on from here, um, we will talk a little bit about um, the transcript review. Um, This is basically um, a document that will become your degree completion plan. 
Um, we have acronyms for both of those. So we call <laughs> transcript reviews TRs, and we call degree completion plans DCPs. And this is essentially the same document. Um, it's a list of courses required for your degree. So if you're a psych degree, it's all your core curriculum courses and your psych courses and your general electives all on one sheet of paper. If you're transferring in from another school, um, our transcript analyst will, will look at all the courses that you've taken at the other universities and he will decide which courses that Northwest University will count towards your degree. So if, if you're first becoming a student here after transferring, or if that's happened already, you've probably seen that. Um, you've seen this list of your courses and you've seen we indicate which courses you don't have to take because you've transferred in those credits. Um, once you become a student and you start taking classes, that transcript review or that TR becomes your degree, com degree completion plan and it's basically your checklist, your to-do list to become, um, to graduate from that degree. Josh and I will use your degree completion plan to keep track of which courses you have left. You can use it as well to kind of keep track of what you have left. We encourage you to ask us for an updated degree completion plan at any time while you're a student here. And we'll send you that, that checklist of your courses with the ones checked off that you've completed and the ones that are blank are the ones that you still need to do. Um, Josh, you have anything to add to that? That's a lot of information. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's basically, yeah, it's exactly what you're saying. It's like our our way of tracking you through your degree and making sure that you're completing all the courses that you need to complete and getting all the credits that you <clears throat> that you need uh, in order to uh, finish your finish your degree. It's exactly, yeah, exactly that. Mm -hmm. um, I do want to talk about next um, holds. You might hear us talk about holds, you know, throughout the semester. And there's various types of holds that basically will keep you from registering for your courses. Um, the first one is a hold that goes on every single semester, um, and it's called the pre-registration hold. Um, at least for MPP students, I know this goes on for every semester. I don't know how it is for online students. Is it? Every, it's the same for online. The same for online. Okay. So for um, for this, it's just basically updated information, uh, a signing of your master financial master financial agreement. Uh, things like that, um, and this can be done through your the self-service portal or through my profile on Eagle. So um, make sure you are taking care of that. That's actually something you guys can take care of um, right away. You know, just be looking for it. Um, goes on right before um, the semester starts. So do that. Um, the other one that you might see is an account services hold. Um, more than likely, this is going to be for online students only. Um, but basically what it means is um, we need to know how you plan to pay the pay plan to pay money uh, for your courses coming up. Um, so we need to basically financial services just needs to know what your financial plan is or your payment plan is going to be um, for the courses coming up. Uh, the other financial hold that might come up is literally it's just, it's just is called the financial hold. And it basically means um, that you owe money for the courses that you just took. And this is for both online students and NPP students. Um, and in fact, that account services hold, I think probably NPP students, you might see that. That's, I guess you wouldn't necessarily be exempt from that. Um, because, um, but it's just more than likely online students are gonna see it, not NPP. Anyways, <laughs> super confusing. 
but if you have any questions about your holds, please let us know. Um, we, we are more than well, more than happy to walk you through it. Um, anything relating to financial services, we kind of touch on it here, but really the people you'll need to talk to is your, um, your financial aid advisor. Uh, so feel free to ask them that question. So Morgan, can you just take us through like a typical semester? What does a semester flow look like? Yeah, well, it's interesting at Northwest, um, for our, our CAPS department, we have um, three semesters. Um, so online students, this applies mostly to you. We have um, a semester in the fall, in the spring, and in the summer. Um, and within each semester, there are two sessions. So there's session A and session B, and both of those are between seven and eight weeks long, depending on if you're an undergrad student or a graduate student. Um, so when Josh and I advise you for the semester, we're semestering. We're um, advise- semestering. <laughs> we're semestering. <laughs> you just always heard me turn that like that. We're semestering, you guys. <laughs> we're we're advising you. It's been a long week, guys. We're <laughs> well, we're advising you guys for um, a sixteen-week-long semester. No, I like semestering. We're gonna st- we're gonna stick to that. We're semestering you now. <laughs> Josh, you can you can stick to that. I'm I'm gonna stick with advising. Um, and you have two different options, and that's either to be a part-time student or a full-time student. Um, a part-time student will take one course during each session um, for a total of two courses for the entire semester. If you're a full-time student, you can take two courses at a time, um, and then you would be taking four courses total for the whole semester. Um, you can also be three-quarter time if you want, and take two courses, then one course, um, or just take one course and have an eight-week break every other time you take a course. So lots of options there for you. Um, um, online students go fall, spring, and they also take courses in the summer, which I know is different from NPP. Yeah, typically. I mean, you know, NPP students, um, they can take classes in the summer, mm-hmm. um, but it doesn't necessarily fall into our typical workflow for them or our typical yeah. semester flow. Um, MPP students mostly because, and we'll talk about this in the next episode, of you know the difference between online and MPP. Um, but because MPP students are ta- doing an internship, and that's what, like what their program is based on, usually the internships are happening in the fall and the springtime, mm-hmm. um, and not really in the summer. So, but that doesn't mean they can't take courses. Um, if you're an MPP student and you'd like to, you know, look into that. Um, that's totally fine, but you'll want to talk to your financial aid advisor because I know that um, financial aid just differs in the summer for MPP students um, versus online. But yeah. 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 If you have any questions about the specific dates of of any of the sessions, feel free to reach out to Josh or I. Um, It's also in the academic catalog. Um, The specific dates are set out, and um, you can also see that you'll have um, a break over Christmas. There's a little bit longer of a break. So if you're looking for specific dates, if you're planning vacations, just check out the academic catalog. Yeah. Um, so the last thing we want to talk about is just your courses in general. Uh, so we send you, you know, we send you your courses. We're, we're like, hey, these are the courses that we think would work well for your schedule. You get those all the time. You're probably sick of us you know, <laughs> sending those, but, or maybe not. Um, and we just kind of want to talk about what, what, you're looking at and what, what do these numbers mean and you know mm. you have numbers like bible 1203 and and then it has like another set of numbers like 
2013 or 1997 or something like that. And you're like, am I taking this class in 1997 or what am I like, what, what year is this now? Uh, but so we just kind of want to explain that a little bit. So um, essentially, you know, the course code is that it's usually the numbers following a set of letters. So Bible or Theo um, 1203 or 1213, something like that. That's basically like what the course is categorized as or what it's coded, I should say, what it's coded as. Um, so for instance, we'll take Bible 1203, that's pretty easy. Um, 1203 means um, that first number, the one or 12, you know, the one, um, indicates the class level that, it, that that course is. So that's a freshman level class or a 1000 level course. So 1000 equals freshman. 2000, so 2503 or something like that would be sophomore, and then so on and so forth. Um, the last number of that course code, <clears throat> so the so 1203, uh, the three indicates how many credits it's worth. Ah, it all makes sense now, right? <laughs> um, so you'll notice that all of our courses here at NU are three credits, or worth three credits. Um, we used to have a science course way back in the day that was like, you know, it was like three credits and one credit for a lab, but we combined that into a three credit course just to make it very, very easy for you guys. Mm -hmm. So um, that's how you read that if you're interested. That second set of numbers that you might see, um, so usually it's like 1009 or 2997 or 2003, something like that. Um, so this is the set of numbers that'll be after the course code. This is called a section. So we have, you know, for instance, we'll use Bible 12.3 again, that's uh, New Testament history and literature. So we might have very, um, uh, we might have a lot of different offerings of that course, basically meaning we have different instructors teaching that same class, um, but each, each class is in an, a different section. So a way I like to explain this is like, imagine if you're, let's say you're on campus here, and you know that um, you and your friend are both taking New Testament history and literature but your friend might be taking it, it with a different instructor and it meets at a different time and it meets in a completely different classroom. Now, the only difference with online is the time will be the same, except you are meeting in quote unquote different classrooms. Mm -hmm. um, and so each section, if you want to think of it in terms of a classroom, you can. Um, and so each classroom obviously has a limited amount of space. And so that's the same way with the section, online section, you have a limited amount of students that can be in that specific section and that's determined um, based on the content of the course and what we've seen to work the most ideal in the past uh, we try to keep our sections to about 15 students but obviously that can go all the way up to about 25 students mm -hmm. um, but we do try to keep our sections pretty small because we want one of the things we very much pride ourselves in as a university is the personal touch we want you guys to have a personal relationship with your professors we want you to feel that connection um, and have, you know, time, like you, you feel like you have your professor's attention and that kind of stuff. So we, one way we do that is by keeping our section number small. So if you're curious what that is, that's, that's what that is. Um, and, and that's pretty much, that's pretty much it. So, yeah. um, thanks for listening in you guys. And, um, you know, next week we're going to be talking about the difference between MPP and online students, uh, which we think is going to be a really fun conversation. So we hope you tune in. Um, and as always, you want to take us out? Happy studies, everyone. Happy studies. <laughs> See you next week. Thanks for joining us on this week's episode of the Advisors Corner Podcast. Make sure to spread the word about our show. 
Remember to check out other NU podcasts by searching Northwest University in the iTunes podcast app or on SoundCloud. Here you can listen to chapel services where students, faculty, staff, and guest speakers share their insight on various topics. To connect with classmates or to access more tools and resources, be sure to join our Facebook group, The Advisor's Corner. See you next week.